Welcome to the 2019 podcast. This is Dan Kelly. It is my pleasure to bring you content from this year's reunion. And not only that, folks, we're going to take a look back at some rich talent and history at the Ohio State School for the Blind. A big special thank you to our parent mentor, Lori Kaplan, for finding reel-to-reel tapes in the sound room above the auditorium. And a big thank you to Rock for digitally archiving all these old reel-to-reel tapes and bringing you some rich content all the way back to 1952. As always with this podcast, we are trying to make connections and showcase the talents and the many good things that are going on at the Ohio State School for the Blind, not only now in the present, but in the past. So hopefully... I have put this together and made some strong connections between what's going on in 2019 and how that has grown from what was going on clear back in 1952. All the music that you hear in this podcast was produced by students at the School for the Blind at some point in time in uh, in the recorded archives that I have. So... Sit back, relax, and enjoy stories and memories from 2019, what our alumnus have to offer in terms of words of wisdom and uh, stories that they have and memories that they share. Special thanks to Jordy Stringer for doing a lot of the recording at the reunion, uh, Sheila, who also helped out with that, and all the people that, that, that contributed this month. Uh, I think it's going to be a really great podcast, and uh, I had a load of fun putting it all together for you. Cimarron Blues, which consists of uh, Ted Robinson, piano, uh, Roger Banker on bass, Bob Harris, drums, Sam Shepard, alto sax, and uh, you know who, Tim. All right, we're here at the Ohio State School for the Blind Alumni Reunion. 2019 we're here in the check-in process right now and we are just having a kind of meet and greet in the lobby and things of that nature so people are arranging themselves and getting themselves situated and uh, our, everybody's finding their dorms and all that and dinner's gonna be popping off here soon and it'll be great little music from the reunion and a sound bite from 1952, a seventh grader at the School for the Blind. My name is Fanny Beachy. I live in Berlin. When I was home for the summer, I helped milk, pull weeds, clean, clean the house, clean the yard, make cake and ice cream, drink butter. Wash the dishes, set the table, that's all. All right, thank you for joining me here at the 2019 Ohio State School for the Blind Alumni Weekend. Uh, I am sitting here with a former, or well, with an alumnus, and what's your name? Susan Fillinger. Susan Fillinger, and what year did you graduate? 1971. 1971, so that's a good long time ago. You've been (laughs) out of school a good long time. (laughs) Yep. Um, how many reunions have you been to? Let's see. Probably, I've only been to about six. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Are you? Do you live in Ohio? I do now. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> now, were you a Were you a residential student when you were here? I was. Gotcha. And, and did you go here your entire education? my whole education? Very good. Okay. So 1971. What was the most popular song in 1971 when you were in high school? <sighs> Let's see. You know what? The Carpenters were really popular in 1971. And I would say that it was probably, we've only just begun. Yeah. That's interesting because you only just begun and like that's your graduation year. So it's like, yeah, you really did just begin. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, What kinds of technology were you using back in 1971? All we basically had was Braille. Yeah. You know, so we had Braille writers, and we didn't have much technology. I mean, it wasn't really, 
out there. Right. You know, we had cassette tapes by then, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, it, it, there wasn't the technology Definitely. at all. Right. So you're primary. You use primarily Braille. Are you totally blind. I'm totally blind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Use a, you're a cane user or a dog user. Cane. Cane. Very good. That's what's up. What about athletics? Did you do any of the athletics here at the school? I did all the athletics, and I was extremely um, active in the music department. In fact, I did my own recital. Okay. Good afternoon. This afternoon, we're happy to present Susan Brothers in a recital of voice, organ, and cornet music. And first on the program will be The Lass with the Delicate Air by Michael Arne and Florian's song by Benjamin Goddard, and the accompanist is Miss Williams. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Tell me about your fondest memory from... Reunions? Reunions, yeah. Can I tell a drinking story? Sure. Okay. In 1973, um, Kenny Wilde, who is one of the coolest people I know, well, he was my first boyfriend, actually, um, at age 13, and he decided that he was going to have a drinking contest with the guys. So we were sitting out in the lobby, and uh, now outside of the lobby, outside, in the front of the school. And he, they poked, what they did was poke, they did uh, shotguns. Mm -hmm. And he did about five of them in three seconds. And then they said, Hey, Larry Ferguson, I bet you know Larry Ferguson. Well, I do. He, he said, hey, let's put Wild in a laundry cart. <laughs> said, oh, no. <laughs> so they, they took him in the laundry cart. They, t they ran him up and down the hill that went to the bee cottages back then. Mm -hmm. Ran him up and down the hill, then twirled him some more. And I said, he is going to puke, you guys. <laughs> And sure enough, that's what he did. Wow. <laughs> that's one of my fondest memories, though. It was funny. Gotcha. That's a cool memory. I think, um, you know, just as there are as many heavy memories, there there should be, uh, you know, fun memories as well. So I'm glad that you have that to, to think about. Yeah. Very good. All right, so what's the thing that you think that you notice the, the, the largest difference in what you notice in the school now versus when you were in school? I think the classes are much smaller now. Um, now, I'm surprised that they had 14 this year. That's really good. But we had, I want to say 16. And we were in the part of the, where most of us were preemies. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say probably almost all of us were premature mm -hmm. in my class. and. I think, I think it's changed in that there are more multiple handicaps today mm -hmm. than there are, and that, that's in general. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see blind people, there, there's other multiple handicaps, which has to make it so difficult. And I think the other thing that has totally changed is when we were in school, we could go home whenever we wanted to, but we also could stay for the weekends. And some of our greatest times were on the weekends mm -hmm. because of social activities and things like that. So I wonder, I guess the only question that I would like to ask, and, and if I could ask someone, I would, are these kids really being sheltered now mm. too much? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question. I I, um, I think that it's a super important question, but I think it's a really hard question too because I think there are so many differences between what works for one student and what works for another student. And I think the one thing that I have found that I, I, I continue to see the staff here um, to their best of their ability help students get on their, their own kind of baseline. And so, you know, maybe it's maybe to me or you, maybe it's a little sheltered, but maybe to somebody else that's what they need you know and that's that's the one thing that I feel like is different from that you know when I went to school here is so but I don't know I, I think it's a really interesting question do you have any thoughts about the direction that, that the school's going I as think far as the, the school is I, oh you know what they have been amazing 
during this reunion. Mm -hmm. They have been absolutely amazing. And I can't say enough about the staff that has we have met. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> it's have amazing. You to meet Dr. Labar? I did, and I love her. She is so very sweet. Um, it's amazing to me that someone like Mrs. Butler is still here. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was here the first year she came. Mm. So it's amazing that she's still here. And such, she's just, she's just wonderful. What can you say? Mm -hmm. She always was. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky enough to have her as a Girl Scout leader. Mm, okay. So. What about any thoughts about the new, the fact that we have a, a blind principal now? I think that is fabulous. I really do. I think there is an understanding, let's face it, there's an understanding between blind people that I'm not saying the sighted people don't try, mm -hmm. but they'll never totally understand it mm -hmm. it's it's not the same mm -hmm. it's right. just not it's not you're right so um it's 2019 and you graduated in 1971 mm -hmm. do you are you doing anything different in your life now than you thought that you would have done in this entire time that you've been out of high school you know what i never you know you talk about technology i never dreamed we'd have the technology that we do today mm. and I do know how to use a computer and I, I know how, but I did, I haven't really used one for several years. And I remember when I wanted to get my iPhone in about 2008, mm -hmm. I said, I don't know if I can do this. Well, now people call me and say, what do I do if? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it's like you know, for yeah, you. it's like full circle for <laughs> me. So that's really a cool thing. And yeah. I love technology. It's, it's wonderful. Very cool. It is. It's a huge help. Speaking of technology, we are uh, now at the point where we know that there are 14 students who graduated from the school this past week. Is there anything that you would share with them in your many years of uh, been out of high school, being out of high school? Is there anything you would share with them um, as, as they make their, begin to make their way in the world? Well, I'm probably going to get more serious now than I've been the whole time. And that is this, don't lose faith because sometimes society can be extremely rough. So don't lose faith. Very good, I think that's very, very sound advice. And, and I've said this to everybody, um, you all have, many people have taken a few minutes to talk with me this weekend. And one of the things that has been um, the, the uh, pretty, pretty constant message in these messages to the students is to not lose faith and make sure that you're exercising all your options and all those kinds of things. So right. I think it's really cool that um, folks who have no idea the fact that they're you know having this conversation with me and they're saying the same thing almost identically. <laughs> if we go back and listen to all the recordings, I mean, almost all of you guys are saying almost very, very almost it's almost identical. It's so it's so wild. Well, because sometimes as sad as it is, we're still not where we'd like to be, mm -hmm. and that's just the honest to God's truth. We're mm -hmm. not. Yeah. I wish we were further, yeah. but we're not. Too many people are unemployed, yeah. and they can't get jobs. It's sad. It is. It, it's, uh, it's that is the worst part, I think, right now of being blind. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Not a problem. I appreciate it very much. So you're Susan, graduated in 1971. Yep. Very good. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Susan. Well, thank you, sweetie. All right. Ohio State School for the Blind. Alumni Weekend. I'm sitting here with a guest who's going to talk with us a little bit. So, who, what's your name? I'm Donnie Boggs, uh, class of 2002. Class of 2002. You know, interestingly enough, Donnie, I graduated that year. Yes, you did. I sure yeah. did. Um, so, since graduation, what have you been up to? Well, I'm uh, working at Pizza Hut. I've been there for 14 and a half years, and I got some other stuff coming up shortly, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. That's what's up. Do you think, do you see yourself like right now after high school, are you doing something different than what you thought you'd be doing? Yeah, uh, I thought I'd be living in Nashville by now, uh, doing music and whatnot, and uh, just didn't turn out. No. Well, sometimes, you know, we have to work a little bit longer to get to where we want to be, and so maybe you're just not there yet. Right? Maybe so. Maybe yeah. so. That's, that's what I'm going to say. I like to be optimistic. All right. You participated in athletics when you were in school here, right? 
I did. I was on the uh, track team for four years. I was on the wrestling team for one year. Uh, I was in band and choir. And uh, Can you share with us what your most memorable uh, time was from any of the athletics or any of the time that you kind of spent in high school? The first year that it that it did um, track, I'd never ran before in my life, and uh, uh, Mr. Shaw was teaching me, trying to teach me how to run. And I will tell you, the first week I couldn't move; it was that bad. I could not move, and he kept saying, "Run, run, run!" I finally told him, "I said, you get down there, and if you were in my shoes, you wouldn't want to run too." He, he got he he quit getting on to me after that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Mr. Shaw's a good guy. He was here oh today. yes. Did you see him today? Oh yes, I, I saw him today. Okay, yeah. good, good. Glad you got a chance to see him. He's a good guy. Yeah. I like Jeff. I like Jeff a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, are there any other um, memories that you have that you want to share that are that are fond? Or oh funny? gosh, uh, <laughs> there's better a not be of, anything about me either. No, uh, there's plenty of them with you in it. No. So. Uh, <laughs> The there's so many memories of this place. Uh, just picking on different people, especially my senior year. Uh, you know, my, as most seniors do during uh, during their senior years, we pretty much got away with murder. You know, I wasn't in on a lot of, but I was in on some of it. Mm -hmm. We played a lot of pranks on the younger kids and and all that kind of stuff. Played more pranks on each other than anything else. Yeah. Is there um, is there anything that you would like to share with the uh, class that's just recently graduated? There are 14 seniors who graduated this past week. Is there any advice that you would give to them, share with them as they begin to make their way kind of in the world for the first time? Whatever you do, a couple of things. Don't give up. The world tries to throw you down. Don't give up. Live your dream. And... Um, the other thing is, live your life the way you want to live your life, not by what other people tell you how to live your life. I like that. I think that's really sound advice, you know, to tell people, live the life you want. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean the same thing for everybody, right? Right. But it does mean that you get to live the way you want, right. where you want, how you want, and that's really important. And I, and I really appreciate the fact that you said that, because everybody who has given interviews so far... You guys didn't know this, but you guys have answered this question almost identically. And it's, I think it's a really cool thing because it's, it's for the class, I think, a, a huge motivator to know that uh, maybe we didn't all graduate in 1971 or 1991 or 2002, but the, the, rea the real stuff happens um, when, you, when you're a grown-up and when you get to make right. your own decisions and when you get to choose how to live the way you want and to live you know, living right. the life that you want. Life is a whole different ball game after you graduate high school. I don't care what anybody else says. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Very good. Well, I appreciate you talking to me real quick, Donnie. This you're has you're been quite fun. welcome. It, yeah, it's been real. It's I, been fun. I, did you you're enjoying yourself this weekend? Oh right? yes, yes. I, and where, yeah. where are you where are you living at now? Are you living somewhere exotic? Um, are you anywhere? Close? I'm still living in my hometown. I'm okay. looking at looking at moving here shortly if everything works out the way I want it to. Understood. And, you know. Well, cool, sir. I appreciate it. All right, welcome. My name is Ernest E. Turner. When did you graduate, Mr. Turner? 2007. 2007? Yep. So you've been out of school for a little minute now, huh? Yep. That's what's up. What was your do you What was your favorite memory of high school? That's uh, one of the things you remember the most. I like going out of town with the track team and swim team. Yeah. So you you um, you participated in all the sports? Did you all the sports, yeah. All the sports. Did you do wrestling, track? Yep, I did. Swimming? Yep. What was your favorite event? Uh, 60 meter dash. 60 meter? Yep. You can't run, man. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ah, uh, that's what's up. So, do you live anywhere interesting? Have you been to any interesting places since you graduated? I, uh, I moved uh, from Lima, Ohio to here. To Columbus? To Columbus, yep. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Um, let's see. So, are you a cane user or are you a dog user? Cane user. A cane user? Do you use a collapsible cane? No, straight cane. Straight cane? Yep. That's what's up. Very good. Okay. Are you having a good time at this reunion? Yes, sir. Have you ever been to one before? No, it's my first time. This is your first time coming here? Yep. Oh, good. It's my first time, too, coming to this reunion. So I'm glad, you're glad, glad you're here. Thank you. Is there anything that you like so far this weekend, uh, about this weekend? Uh, being around uh, all my friends, all my older friends that I grew up with. That's what's up. Very good. As well, is there anything that you want to say? There were 14 seniors that graduated this year. Is there anything that you would tell them or that you would say to them uh, as, as they're graduating? Uh, go to college, get a, good get a good application, and keep doing what you're doing because you're doing the right thing. That's what's up. I think it's very important for them to hear that from you. You graduated. You've been out of school now for, you said 2007, right? 2007, yeah. So this is almost, this would be your 12 years 12 coming year, up right yep. now. So that's what's up, man. But I appreciate you sitting down and talking with me for a second. You're welcome. Hopefully uh, this will uh, air on the podcast uh, in June. Oh, wow. And I'll definitely make sure that you uh, get an actual uh, copy of, of this. And I may even throw it up on my Facebook page, too, or my YouTube page, too. So. I got to give you my address. That way you can send it. Your email? My address. My email. house. I don't have email. Uh, well, we'll figure it out. Sink or swim, live or die, survive or perish. I give my hand and my heart to this vote. It is true indeed that in the beginning we aim not at independence, but there's a divinity which shapes our ends. The injustice of England has driven us to arms, and blinded to her own interest for our good, she has obstinately persisted till independence is now within our grasp. That poetry selection was taken from a file of poems read by various readers. This, however, is from the class of 1958. I don't know about you guys, but I sure have had a lot of fun listening to audio from the present and from the past. Like this here, I believe, is from the 60s at some point. So uh, we're going to jump back up to the reunion and talk to some people who graduated in the 90s with Jordy D. Stringer. So stay tuned. Okay, what's your name? Uh, Peggy Johnson. What year did you graduate? 1991, sir. 91. Mm -hmm. Is that a fun year, 91? Party, hardy, rock and roll. That's what it seems like here. It seems like the <laughs> class of 91 was a, was a party kind of class. We were. We were pretty darn wild, and we took down Wisconsin and conference for the first time. That, that's, that's it? Yes. What, what sporting? What event? Swimming. Swimming. Mm -hmm. Were they the top team kind of on the... They were always the top. They beat us every year in my high school year till my senior year. We finally took them down, and our girls placed first place, and I was the outstanding swimmer. Gotcha. Very good. What was your stroke? What did you... I was really good at the butterfly uh -huh. and the 500 freestyle, but I also did the relays, so I did the butterfly there as well. Gotcha. Okay. So you graduated in 91. That's been a little while. Yep. How many years? What, 20? 28. 28 yeah, years. 28 years. Are you doing anything differently now uh, with yourself that you, than you thought you'd be doing 28 years ago? Oh, 28 years ago, I never would have guessed <laughs> that I would be in the career field that I am now. When I was 18 years old, I wanted to come back to the blind school and be a teacher. Mm. I even went to college for that, and yeah. I'm in the banking field now. So. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> 
That's uh, that's cool. Do you live anywhere interesting? I live in Jacksonville, Florida. So I'm in the Sunshine State. I traveled over 800 miles to be here to be. Here. So you came here a, a long did. way. It was a long car ride with wow. my family. Oh my gosh, <laughs> family in a car for what? 18 hours? Uh, 16 hours? About 14, because we we had a couple of drivers, so they took turns. Of course, I wasn't one of them. But right. they, 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 <laughs> nobody will let me drive. It's weird. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't, I, it'd be in 2019. You think people would be, you know, more I know, apt to right? Us, you know, yeah, isn't there an app for that? <laughs> what was the uh, popular song when you were in high school? Uh, well, I was a big Richard <clears throat> Marks and Debbie Gibson fan. I loved Will Smith was still the Fresh Prince. Yeah. Uh, so parents just don't understand me mm. and me and Annette. One time did a rendition of that. Annette Lutz, uh, she was Harrison back then, and we did a rendition of that in a talent show. <laughs> yeah. <That's... laughs> We've gotten to see some of those, some hear some of those things on social media, some of those old recordings. <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't, I hope there's no recording of that out there, <laughs> of me rapping. You don't want to hear it. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> so what was the most advanced piece of technology that you were using when you were in school? So the, eight years ago? the internet, uh, all that was just starting. My father was at the forefront of the technology boom. So we were one of the first families that had a home computer and it ran on these uh, cassettes. Uh, it was an old Texas Instruments. And so I really was exposed to a lot of technology even as a young person. Mm -hmm. And Prodigy and America Online were just, well, Prodigy was the big one uh, and when, when I graduated from high school. And then of course America Online started coming out shortly thereafter. And then boom, there's this email thing mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah. But we didn't have cell phones yet. They, they existed. So when you were in school, what did you? How did you do your work? Did you use a? Did you? Was it all handwriting? Did was, you use braille? Did I you? was in Mrs. Arter's typing class. Okay. Yeah. So a typewriter. <laughs> a typewriter. I okay. learned to type on a typewriter, and do ten key on a calculator. It wasn't on my phone either. It was a big <laughs> clunky thing. I even had to have a scientific calculator when I went to college. When so you get your speaking of phones, when did you get your first cell phone? I was a little late on the cell phone boom. I didn't get my first phone until 2001. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years after you graduated. Ten years after I graduated. But other people had them around. They started to become the big clunky phones around 1995. I didn't mm. get them until the flip phones came out in, like, 2000. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So um, what's been your um, most memorable alumni reunion experience of all the ones that you've been to? Oh my gosh, I was walking through that hall and ran into Seal Pirano yesterday. And I hadn't seen her since graduation. Wow. And going over to the pool and there's Jim Peterfish and he looks exactly like he did when I was <laughs> in high school. How? I don't know, he doesn't it's age. 28 years ago. He doesn't How? age, I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I'm a nerd. I could make nerd jokes, <laughs> but only half your audience would get it. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, the one last thing I wanted to ask you, you know, there were 14 graduates this year. Yes. Is there any advice that you would uh, like to share with them or any words that you'd want them to be encouraged by? Absolutely. So the encouraging words that I would definitely give to any kid graduating school is you set your own limits. Nobody sets them for you. The obstacles that are in your way are the, only, are the things that you've placed there. You accept the things that you cannot do, but then find the things that you do that you love and do that. Pursue your passion. Fight for what you want. Nobody is going to hold your hand and walk you through the world. You need to fight for yourself. You need to hold your own hand, hold your head high, accept defeat with dignity, and take it as a lesson for the next time around you're going to do better. Every defeat is a stepping stone on the path to victory. And I say that as a college graduate and a successful businesswoman, and I work in working in a field that most blind people do not work in. Very good. Well, mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I think they appreciate that. I hope yeah. that they will find value in what mm -hmm. you say. I think it's valuable. So I'm glad you sat down and mm -hmm. chatted with us for My the uh, Panther Nation podcast. My pleasure. I appreciate Go it. Panthers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My name is John Ackerman. I live at Worcester, Ohio. This summer, uh, I am an amateur radio operator and I was on the air quite a bit. Uh, I talked to a fellow in Toronto, Canada, and I, uh, I helped my mother. Uh, my mother has been very sick and I helped her. 
around the house I did things for her, uh, being that she couldn't do too much, and uh, I did quite a few things for her, ran errands and things like that. And, uh, and that's about all I guess. Well, my name is Kenneth Sayre. Uh, I'm Jimmy's brother. I'm just a graduate of high school and I'm planning on entering Ohio State. Uh, I'm up here today to bring Jim up and then I'm going on out to the university to get my room arranged and get uh, prepared for the coming uh, college days. I haven't decided what my major will be yet. I uh, think my first two years will just be uh, more or less general courses, required courses. I would very much like to play uh, baseball and uh, maybe a little basketball for the uh, college uh, teams if I'm good enough. And uh, all I can say is, well, thank you a lot for letting me talk. <laughs> thank you. The 2019 Ohio State School for the Blind Alumni Weekend. What's your name? Owen McCafferty. And when did you graduate, Owen? 1981. 1981. So that's a long time. Yes. So that's, that's very cool. Um, so in 1981, tell me about the types of technology oh, wow. you were using in 1981. Uh, I, really, I think we were just learning how to use the computer. Not the computer, but the electric typewriter. Mm -hmm. um, computers wouldn't come around until like 84, but basically uh, I remember, um, oh wait, there's a Kurzweil reader. I, for the people that were like totally blind, mm -hmm. they used that, the Kurzweil reader. I remember that. Uh, electric typewriters, calculators, yeah. uh, this type of technology. I remember in 81, yeah. That's, that's what's up. And, and you, now we're in 2019. What's the technology that you think you, that you find yourself using the most uh, as a blind person? Actually, I've been using, um, for my purposes, I've been using like iPhone and iPad, especially the iPad because me being an artist, I like to draw and paint. Mm -hmm. I find there are apps on my iPad that I could use to uh, do digital drawings and paintings because I have a background in graphic arts from gotcha. Tri-C. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, again, so you graduated in 1981. Yes. Many, many years ago now. What is? How many years is that? Do you know how many years that is? What is that, like 37 years or something like that? I would say 38. 37, 38 years? Yeah. I, I'm bad at math, so <laughs> you might be right, 38. Right. Um, so what was the most popular song when you were a senior in high school? Oh, wow. Uh well, 1981, favorite song was, uh, oh gosh, Best of Times by Styx was one. Yeah. Foreigners, Urgent, because I, I like all the classic rock. Gotcha. Oh, um, REO Speedwagons, um, Take It on the Run, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Very good. So, um, you've been out of school for a long time now. Is there anything that you think in your life you would want to do differently? Um, yes. Having been able to live um, these last couple of years. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Um, okay, when I graduated in 81, it took me a while to even go back to college. Okay. Um, I, unfortunately, I was brought up in a very sheltered, strict family who felt that even if I went through the school for the blind, uh, they wanted to coddle me. Okay. They wanted to overprotect me. And I believe me, I wanted to be independent. And I mean, there was literally 10 years of the 80s. I literally didn't do anything until I had a, well, back then it was BSVI state counselor kind of encouraged me and convinced my mom that, hey, Owen is ready for college. So that's mm -hmm. when I went to Cuyahoga Community College, Western Campus. Gotcha. And that's when you got your art degree, is that Yeah, okay. yeah. Very good. And you've been doing art all yeah, your entire life. Uh, I've been doing like painting art, texture art. Now I'm into digital artwork now. Gotcha. Cool. What about uh, athletics? Did you participate in any athletics yes. when you were here? Yes. Um, I was in swimming. What's your most memorable experience from your time being a swimmer here at Ohio State School for the Blind? Oh, I remember one time I was at an out-of-state meet, and one of the swimmers had gotten sick. We were doing a relay swimming race, and one of the relay racers, I think it was Doug Ulenhank, who recently passed, unfortunately, um, he got sick, so I had to swim in his place, and I was like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. But then Mr. Remmer, who was our instructor then, kind of convinced me to do it. See, with me, i got to be convinced to do something, you know. Oh, yeah. So, And I'm gotcha. pre pretty good, you know. I understand. What about choir or music? Did you have any, did you do any of those kinds of yeah, things? Yeah, um, I was in the choir. Uh, I sang bass. Well, first I was soprano, and then I got to bass. Yep. Um, 
instruments, uh, drums. I know how to play drums. Uh, and that's basically about it. Gotcha. We're going to go back to 1981 for just a second and listen to the commencement speaker of that graduation and hear a, a little bit from the senior choir and hear some words of wisdom and what was going on and who was working at OSSB. Led by such people as Mr. Holmes, Mr. Warner, Mrs. Eplin, Mrs. Overby, Bernie Ryan, Robert Mills, Mrs. Morse, Mrs. Hayes, Mrs. Stanley, and lots of others. You've been leading a fairly sheltered life here at OSSB with lots of people looking after you. From what Lisa, Tara, and a couple of other people have told me, several of you, at least, are going to be more or less on your own from now on in vending work, at technical school, at the Vision Center, at college. Today you are taking a step through a wide open doorway through which you will step into what will be for you a bigger and a different world. A world that uh, at times seems to be running about as smoothly as a car with four square wheels. I use this comparison because of several things which have happened in recent months, fighting in Iran, Iraq, Northern Ireland, the shooting of a United States president, a Bangladesh president, a pope, and right here at home, seven killings last weekend in 24 hours in Columbus. In other words, your big step through this doorway leads into a frequently violent world. I'm not saying this to scare you, but merely to alert you to the fact that you are soon going to be more and more a part of this world. Be concerned, yes, but don't be afraid. If now at graduation you feel a little uncertain about your future, no one will say that that's wrong. If you were not a bit concerned, if you were not a bit uncertain about your future, then we would be nervous for you. With this graduation, you will stop being children. You will be now young men and young women. You are no longer children even though Mr. Holmes referred to you as children when we were lining up before we came to the into the auditorium here. When you really make yourself Hold learn it. to know the inside of someone else, you will very often end up loving that person. Because all of us eventually have come from the hand of God, there is something good and lovable in all of us. Let yourself learn to find these good things in the people with whom you are going to live and work. You have worked and studied, participated and played, and have grown, grown mentally and physically. Now you're here. Congratulations to the class of 
you had a big smile on your face when you when you said chocolate shop. So I'm assuming Hello. that that means that you are a chocolate fanatic, chocolate um, fan, a little bit maybe. Yes, yes, I am. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Very good. Very cool. You said you are have an interest in singing. Was there any I song do. that you remember being really popular when you were in high school? When I was in high school, oh boy. Um, in high school, the song that I liked was, well, one of the, the songs I liked was Evanescence, My Immortal. That was a big hit in 2004 when okay. I was a junior. That's cool. That's oh, good yeah. enough. What was the popular dance? Do you remember what like the popular kind of line dance was back then? Was it like the... The booty call. Well, I learned that when I was in eighth grade. Well, of course, I grew up in the 90s, so the Macarena was... I learned how to do the Macarena when I was like 10 years old. <laughs> I will not admit to learning the Macarena in the 90s. Uh, someone said that to me earlier, but I will re refuse to say that I learned it in the 90s. Do I remember how to do it now, though? Do you? I'm probably right. doing it wrong, but... Uh, it's good. Maybe Macarena is going to be the soundtrack for this piece of our recording for the weekend. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like, you know, what I, what, what I plan to do is, is kind of... Um, get get a feel kind of for everybody and then maybe mm -hmm. toss a little bit of their um, music into each of their recordings and so we'll see how that plays out but um, the other thing I wanted to ask you was so there were 14 students who graduated this year do you remember how many people graduated in your OSSP class I actually graduated from my public school oh okay did you do the march here did you do the walk here at OSSB um, I did not you did not mm -mm. okay that's all good, but you are still an alumni, so it's all good. We're happy yes. that Okay, so there were 14 students who graduated this year. If you were going to give them a piece of advice, this being 2019, what kind of advice or what is the one thing that you would want to share with students who are graduating, going out in the world, making their way for the first time? Do not be afraid to try, and this is what I wish someone had told me many years ago. Do not be, don't fear the unknown. You know, be okay with, you know, it's okay to not know what you're going to do. I mean, because when you go to college or even when you go to trade school or whatever it is, you learn what you want as well as what you do not want. Yeah. So follow your heart or the Holy Spirit or whatever it is you believe in because you never know very, where very that Spirit's going to lead you. I think that's super Just sound advice. go with it. Yeah, that's it. We sometimes get caught up in, in um, what's, what's expected of us sometimes. And I think sometimes we don't do enough of, you know, let's see where life is going to take us. Let's see where the next experience is Yeah, I mean, for me, us. it's like I always felt like I should know because um, I had this plan. Like, oh, I'm going to go to college, study vocal performance, be an opera singer and stuff. The plan is not always going to be what you think it's going to be. And you, um, you just never know where life is going to take you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you might have a plan, but then somebody else, your higher power, might have another idea, mm -hmm. or the job market might have another idea. Mm, the job market. I wish that I would have been told this when I was younger, and if I was, I wish I would have listened because, you know, I always felt like even when I graduated from college, like I don't have a job lined up. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's coming next. Mm -hmm. This is this just doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. So. Don't be afraid of not knowing. Gotcha. I, I don't know how best to put it, but that's. I think that's a that's super sound advice. I think that um, should I've been should I have been given that advice when I was in high school? I think I think things might have been a little bit different for me. But I appreciate that. All right, so I got one other question. So this is kind of a fun question. Is there anything that you find out or that you found out about yourself in the last I don't know how many years it's been since you graduated? What twelve years? 13 years? 14 years. 14 years. Yeah, I can't do math. Gosh, I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 17 for me, so, so 14. 14, is there anything that you would do differently or that you find, found out about yourself that you didn't quite know in high school? Oh, my. I could write a book about this. 30 seconds. Well, when you go to <laughs> college, it really humbles you. Like I said earlier, you find out what you want and what you don't want. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you would do differently? Um, having some of the life experiences that you have now, is there anything that you for sure would do differently? Well, 
I would, I would take things less personally. Um, yeah, it would take me years to answer that question. I would go yeah. back to my freshman year even. I'd, um, Do some things differently? Relive. Um, gosh, I, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not coming up with the right words right now. <laughs> You know, um, this is meant to be fun and not necessarily, you know, heavy. So I think what you've said is, is, is impactful and I think it's important. I think it's, it's, a, it's great. And I think uh, people will find what you have had to say for this couple of minutes very valuable, uh, particularly the part about not being afraid. I think one of the things that holds a lot of people up, and not just high school students, but people, is being afraid to, to try new things to have new experiences, and I think those you, I think you hit a lot of that stuff um, uh, right on the head and said it very eloquently. So I don't, I don't think you're, I think you're good. Thank you. <laughs> well, I appreciate you interviewing with me, Annie. Is there anything else that you want to say to any of the staff, any of the former staff, or any of the new staff, in, in, before we before we go? I'm really excited to have learned the direction that the school is going. I think it's very refreshing that we now have. Michelle on staff as the principal. It's really nice that we have a blind person on staff. Um, you know, another. You know, I told her earlier the kids need someone who can relate to them. Absolutely. That is just some of the best news I've heard all day. Cool. Well, thank you, Annie. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. So thanks for taking a second to sit down with me. We're here at the 2019 OSSB Alumni Weekend. What's your name? My name is Michael Leiterman. That's what's up, Mike. And what year did you graduate? Graduated in 1995. Is this your first reunion coming here? No, this is by far not my first reunion. It's um, probably my seventh overall over the last 25 years. Gotcha. Any, any particularly fond memories? You know, I think this reunion was quite fond, uh, has created a lot of fond memories for me. Um, I, we were removed from campus as an association for a number of years and the Alumni Association had been dwindling in their numbers and with a lot of hard work we've tripled the number of people that attended the last reunion. Uh, I should probably draw a connection here why this is important to me and that's because I'm the outgoing alumni president and I've worked very hard to build this reunion up to a success and it's been a, a, a great weekend to reconnect. Absolutely, it takes a lot to plan something like this so I know that you've been super busy with that so I think everybody is very appreciative of that. Um, is there anything you would say uh, to the exiting class um, or any other college, just high school students going out making their way in the world for the first time? Well, so to give a little bit of my background, I had I was a pretty high partial and lost my sight during my first uh, year of college. And I was a biology and chemistry major. And then I went on to law school. And from that, it took a lot of perseverance to make it through. And my advice to you guys to be able to be successful is not let that resistance hold you back. You're gonna have a lot of doubters that you encounter in your life and you need to keep your head up and power through whatever the world throws at you it's not always going to be easy but with a positive attitude you can make it through anything that's what's up uh, the one thing that i have shared with the last couple of people i've talked to is the the uniformity with which the answer to that question seems to be given and I think that people have no idea that they're going to be asked this question. And so, so far I've asked five people the same question and all of you have almost identically answered that question. So uh, I, it's, it's, it's obviously something that our alumni is super passionate about. Uh, and, and that's making sure that people have opportunities, uh, exercise those opportunities. And so, so I'm, glad that, I'm glad that you had said what you had to say. Great. Thanks right. for having me. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. Not a problem. All right. All right, I appreciate you sitting down with me to talk a little bit here at the 2019 OSSB Alumni Weekend. What's your name? This is Jamie Davis. I'm the cla uh, from the graduating class of 1991. 1991, long time ago. Yes. <laughs> 28 years ago. Yeah. Um, these are just some, meant to be some fun questions and maybe a little bit of heavy, but not really. So what was the 
latest piece of technology? What was the most advanced piece of technology as a blind person that you were using when you were in high school? The Braille and Speak Classic, I think is what I had. The Braille and Speak Classic. Yeah, I, I think I, I graduated to the 640 when I got it, went into college, but I think I, when I was here, I had the Braille and Speak Classic. Who manufactured them back then? Was it still? Uh, it then? was uh, Hinter Joyce. Hinter Joyce. Yeah, I think it was Hinter Joyce back then. Gotcha. What are you, uh, was that your primary means of? Um, I used the Burrider. That was, and I actually, um, the, there's an interesting, interesting story that came with that is that uh, Shelly Frank, which, as she was then, she's now uh, Shelly Duffy, um, her parents donated a Burrider to a deserving student uh, there for a while every year. And I happened to get one back in, I think it was 82 or 83. So I still have it today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those things are workhorses. Those, yes, those they are. Last forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Shelly's going to supposedly be doing something with repairing Braille riders. Uh, she's getting her certification into it. Nice. Well, mine probably could use a good cleaning. So <laughs> it's. It, I actually had um, another student uh, replace the shims in it because they were deteriorated. So yeah. back in when I was in college, uh, so I went to Wright State okay. University from uh, um, graduating from here. I, that following fall, I went to in '91. I went to Wright State, so graduated yeah. with a degree in marketing. And so you've, because of that degree, probably seen a lot of uh, changes industry-wise in oh, yes. technology. Oh, yes. Um, my focus has always wanted to be in <laughs> customer service. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, I work for Red Roof Inn right now. Um, would like to do something else at some point to utilize my customer service skills. But uh, right now I work for the Red Roof Call Center, which uh, the it's in Springfield, but I work from home. So. Gotcha. Okay. So <clears throat> about music. Um, was there any song that you remember being really popular when you were in high school? Oh, lots. I mean, you know, I, I can remember having a Walkman listening to uh, Phil Collins' uh, You Can't Hurry Love. A Walkman, like with a tape? Yeah, with a, with a, with a radio. Just oh. AM and FM radio. Okay. You know, that <laughs> was my, and I just, I love to put in my headphones in and uh, just listen to those songs on the radio. This, you know, gotcha. this is back when WNCI was more pop music. Uh, it's it's kind of changed its format since uh, I've been here, but uh, you know, it, it, I really loved listening to that, and you know, just growing up with the Morning Zoo back then. They're totally different now Dave than what they Jimmy, were. Huh? Yeah, Dave and Jimmy. I Dave and Jimmy. Uh, uh, John Klein was there. They Matt. Went a, they went um, a lot of all kinds of. Yes, they did. Shauna Ireland was on there for a while. You know, she's Elena. What was Elena's? That was, I remember I, her name. Elena Wiseman or not? Wiseman, I don't remember Elena. her. Yeah, I don't. I don't really remember her right she now. She wasn't there for a very long. Time. Yeah. Um, cool. um, but uh, Kim Zandy was on when I was in high school. Gotcha. On there, so yeah. Did you participate in athletics when you were here? As a I student? did. I was in track, uh, okay. but my claim to fame is uh, I was in the choir as well as the handball choir. I was in the handball choir, I loved it. I uh, uh, just you know it, it scared me because I was on the end of the table and I had the biggest bells. Mm -hmm. So it always scared me that I was going to drop one of the bells on the floor. And if that would have happened, I probably would have cried mm. <laughs> because I just I value that instrument so much. It was such a beautiful gotcha. instrument. In fact, um, my wife, Annie Davis, who also, I guess, uh, did a little soundbite here yesterday, um, she uh, um, and I got married back in 2016, and the organist, uh, the, the organ that we, at our church, had handbells in it. And so I asked the organist uh, if he could play those during our mass, and I, uh, um, I was doing fine until he started playing the handbells and I lost it. I was like, oh, you know, it's mm. just such a beautiful instrument. I love it. Got you. So that was your, that was your area of probably a, with, with extracurricular activity. Yes, I, I did that. Um, I didn't do, I was going to do cheerleading, but I did the pep club. We okay. had a pep club back in the day. Gotcha. Um, did that. Did Do the you have any like distinct memories of any of the trips that you guys took during those athletic? Yes, I uh, went to Nashville. Um, I think we stayed in Nashville there, um, and I remember uh, the. I think the bus broke down on the way home. <laughs> so <laughs> Man, so many students, Jeff Shaw drove the bus at that time. So many students have stories about that damn bus breaking down. Yes. <laughs> so many classes. Well, that was a 1970 bus or something like that. It's yeah. like, you know. And we were still using that same bus in 1998. Were, no, well, no, you guys got We got a new one back in 89 or oh, something okay. like that. Well, it the, sure as hell we, seemed like it was 25 years old. Yeah, it, well, it probably was back then. <laughs> you know. That's what's up. Oh, cool. Right. Um, 
So um, you do. So you don't live in Columbus. You were a residential student here at the time. I was. I am originally from Springfield, gotcha. Ohio. Okay. Uh, which is you know between Dayton and Springfield, uh, which I got, I've got an interesting joke for you about that. And where's Engagement, Ohio? Uh, I don't know. Between Dayton and Marion. All right. <laughs> got it. You know. <laughs> You're a funny guy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, um, are you? So, what's your what's your what's your tool of preference in terms of traveling? Uh, you're and you're totally blind, right? Yes, I'm total. So, what do you do? You use a guide dog? You use a cane? What's I your, use a cane. Okay. Yeah. You use a straight cane or a collapsible cane? A uh, collapsible. It's a telescopic cane, actually. Is what I've okay. got. Yeah, and I've got a holster that I uh, put it hold it at my hips, so that way I never lose it. Very good. So. <laughs> Very good. How many alumni reunions have you been to? This is my first. This is the very first mm -hmm. one. Very good. Okay, cool. Um, the, I think the other question I want to ask, just to wrap up, is there were 14 seniors who graduated this year. What would you say to them or any other college, uh, high school student uh, making their way in the world kind of for the first time? What, what advice would you give them? I guess I would have to say do your best and, you know, strive to do what it is that you are called to do. Listen to the, you know, whatever higher power you choose to have in your life, whether it's Jesus Christ, whether it's uh, just a higher power of anything, listen to that voice that tells you what your calling is and kind of gives you direction and then follow that direction and don't let any uh, agency or anything stop you from getting, you know, obtaining your goals. Just go out there and, and try and uh, don't be afraid of failure. Because, uh, you know, uh, as I have often learned, um, that with, with failure, you become stronger as a person. You, you change your outlook on life and you become more confident because you say, okay, I've done that. And uh, now I know what not to do. And so you learn, you know, it's important to look from, learn from your mistakes, but don't dwell on them, mm. you know. So I guess is, is what I would say is that, you know, just to be yourself, be humble, and you know love what you do that's good i think that's sound advice and i feel like uh, unknowingly the question that i've posed to people uh on as far as what advice they would share with students has almost almost been identical so i think that that's <laughs> a i think that it's a, a really cool thing to have so many different perspectives but all be kind of very much uh, aligned with you know making sure that a person uh, exercises all of their options and 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 uh, puts as much effort in as they as they as they want and can so yeah I mean you, you get back what you put into it absolutely and then you put then the most important thing I think would be to pay it forward when when you get a gift from someone in the terms of a career goal or whatever then share the knowledge that you've learned from your experiences share that and who knows maybe one of you may be out here doing the same thing I'm doing today and encouraging fellow students like yourselves uh, to come out here and and uh, you know it, it's it's important to pay it forward and that's what I'm about to that's what's up well I appreciate you sitting and talking with me for a few minutes uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this is the end of our uh, interview uh, for the uh, Panther podcast so I appreciate you Jamie thank you. you absolutely all right I am super excited to be here at the 2019 Ohio State School for the Blind Alumni Weekend. We have been here since Thursday night, enjoying the different activities and all of the things that have been happening here. Uh, we had a new uh, slate of officers elected earlier, um, and so everyone will get to hear about that as the months progress. And I just want to take an opportunity to thank Mr. Kelly. Uh, and all the staff who have contributed to the podcast throughout this past year. And I'm very excited that Mr. Kelly allowed me this opportunity to be able to share some of the experiences that we have had here uh, at the Alumni Weekend this weekend. Uh, my name is Jordy D. Stringer. I graduated in 2002. One of the best classes, as far as I'm concerned, of the entirety of the, uh, the, 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 whole, the whole shindig. So uh, I'm very excited to be able to, to share um, in this experience with everyone this weekend and just wanted to share with the students who are recently graduating. I understand there are 14 of them. Um, and so I just wanted to share with them my excitement for them and to just tell them to uh, not to give up. Um, you know, always follow your dreams. Um, there are gonna be a lot of people who suggest to you that you can't do something 
and that you shouldn't do something and that you should do it differently. And you need to, as young adults, determine what is right for you and what is the best way to reach your full potential. Because it's very clear, based on everything that I've heard from the staff here this week, that the students are excelling at a, at a tremendous rate and have a lot of potential. And I'm very excited to be able to share that message with you guys. So I want to just reiterate that it's very important for you to follow your dreams, whatever they are. So, all right. So this has been uh, a really fun weekend. I'm going to be wrapping this up. And again, thank you to Mr. Kelly. Um, thank you to Dr. Allison Labar. Thank you to all the other administrative staff who've helped make this weekend what it was. Uh, we appreciate all those maintenance people who stayed and perform extra duties. There's that other duties as assigned, as you guys know in your job description. <laughs> uh, it was a fantastic time seeing a lot of the uh, former staff, Mr. Shaw and Mr. Peterfish and Ms. Toll and, and all those people. So uh, there, there's more that I didn't mention, and so I apologize for that. But you, you guys know who you are, and uh, we appreciate you. And I appreciate, again, Mr. Kelly, this opportunity to be able to share and deliver this uh, recording to you. So with that, holla. All right, this is going to wrap up the June edition of the OSSB podcast with an extreme focus on the alumni from 1952 to 2019. So it was kind of hit or miss across the decades there. But hopefully this has whetted your appetite for these archives that are going to be coming out pretty soon uh, as soon as we figure out the best way to make them available for everyone. It was my pleasure putting this together so thank you once again and I hope everybody enjoys their summer immensely and you will hear me again in late August back with a new edition of the OSSB podcast team so until that time have fun be safe and rest up and be ready to work hard when we come back in the fall